0: Hey everybody, welcome back. Today I just wanted to bring you some tips for B2B marketing, B2B networking. If you are in a business that sells to other businesses and you're looking for ways to get your name out there, ways to get your company out there, ways to market yourself, This is definitely the podcast episode for you. And before I get started, I just want to say I appreciate everybody for listening. And if you're willing to hit the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcast shows, I would really appreciate that because it really helps us get out there more. So um, I appreciate any support that you're willing to give in that way. And that being said, let's just dive into this topic. So Brick Media is obviously a B2B Business meaning, you know when I say that it means we sell to other businesses We're not really trying to sell anything to the general public. We're not really trying to sell to individuals and for that reason you know over time I've tested hundreds of different things to get our name in front of people and I just wanted to bring a couple of things to the table that I've found really work for us and um, Let me get into it. So The first tip that I have, I'm going to give you five tips today. So this is one out of five. So my first tip is to start a show or a series or a podcast like this one and just simply interview the people that you want to work with. Anybody that you want to build a relationship with, you want to make sure that you are adding value all throughout that relationship, especially at the beginning of the relationship. And when you think about it, let's say that you're a videographer that wants to work with attorneys. You can start a show on LinkedIn where you interview attorneys about, you know, basically being an attorney, what it's like to run a law firm, where they went to law school, all of those kind of things, like stuff that has nothing to do with your service itself as a videographer. So you're not gonna interview these lawyers about like videos, you're not gonna to talk to them about, um, you know, creating video content. It might randomly come up in the conversation naturally because that's what you do for a living. But just frame the conversation around making them look good. So anybody in my network that knows me, you know that I have a website called businessintampa.com. Businessintampa.com, other than the fact that I just wanted to create an amazing Tampa business news source, a lot of the reason that I did that is so that If I want to work with somebody or if there's a relationship that I want to build in Tampa, I can interview people. I can spotlight their businesses. I can, you know, shout them out on our social media channels. There's a lot of ways that I can use businessintampa.com that are strategic for what I want to do with Brick Media and, you know, just long-term relationship building. I went so far that I actually built an actual business out of it, which... I'm not saying you have to go create something like businessintampa.com to make this work, but even if you just have like a weekly LinkedIn, you know, where you film a Zoom with an attorney or with whoever it is that you want to work with and all you do is upload that onto LinkedIn and you just call it like the, you know, the law firm spotlight something or, you know, something like that that you can just basically have it be a segment on your social media but it features the types of people that you would want to work with. The reason that it's such a good idea is because other people that are like those people are obviously going to be the ones that end up seeing it because you're going to tag that person. You're going to tag the company that they work for. It's going to be a great piece of content that they're going to love, which means they're going to share it. And everybody loves to, you know, tell their story, get their brand out there. So it's a lot nicer for you to, reach out to somebody and say, Hey, I would love to have you on this interview series that I do versus, you know, if you're a videographer and you're emailing an attorney and saying, Hey, if you need videos, let us know. It's a lot nicer to do something valuable for them first so that you start off that relationship on a good, on a good foot. And you might not even want to just another tip to go along with this. You don't want to interview the person and then literally the next day or the next week reach out to them and be like, hey, by the way, do you need videos? Because then they're going to think, oh, this person only did that because they want to get my business for video. So something to keep in mind, just remember, this is a long term thing. You're not in this to, you know, immediately try to do a quick thing for somebody and then try to get money from them immediately. This is about long term relationship building. And you're gonna build a lot more meaningful relationships if you just be valuable. And creating a show or a series or a podcast or an interview segment, that's one really good way to do that. So I found a lot of success with that. So that's, one, that's, that's definitely number one. My second tip is to get really familiar with LinkedIn Sales Navigator. It's a tool within LinkedIn, within their premium product, where you can basically start with a blank slate of like every user on LinkedIn, and then you can apply filters and create a list of leads for yourself. So you can say Tampa, and then it'll narrow it down to everybody in Tampa. And then you can narrow it down again and say second degree connections, which means you're somehow connected to everybody in that list. So then your list at that point is people in Tampa that you have a connection mutually with. So that's really helpful. And then if you let's say you work with smaller businesses and you wanted to say, narrow it down to people that work for companies with 25 or less employees, you can filter that down. And then your list obviously goes from like, you know, hundreds of thousands down to like 4,000. And then maybe you go from there and you say, I want everybody that's in the uh, finance industry. And all of a sudden you'll have a list of people in Tampa That you have a mutual connection with that work for a company less than 25 people that are in the finance industry so as you can see linkedin sales navigator allows your lists of prospects to get smaller and smaller and smaller so that you're narrowing down on the perfect people that you want to reach out to or build a relationship with and i'm not recommending that you spam all these people the way that everybody does on linkedin if you're listening to this podcast from my LinkedIn, hopefully I've never sent you one of those spammy cold messages in the past because I I feel like I tried it maybe like three or four years ago once just to see if it would work and it didn't. I didn't really get any good responses from it, but I think everybody that knows me knows that I'm not the type of person And there's no sales reps at Brick Media that are like knocking on doors and cold emailing people and cold phone calling people and things like that. You can tell that pretty much everything that I do with Brick Media is organic and I'm not very spammy. So my recommendation for LinkedIn Sales Navigator is to use this to connect with people. And if you are going to send any messages out, then make sure that it's very targeted and very custom and actually do a little bit of homework before you send it don't copy and paste the same script to like 50 people and just send it all out because then they're going to know and they're going to be able to sense that it's completely spammy so i wouldn't do that but it's just a good research tool to be able to know who let's say for example you did start a series or a show or a podcast and you're looking for certain types of people that you want to interview because let's say you want to do that segment but you have no idea who you're going to even reach out to in the first place that would be a good reason to do linkedin sales navigator is, you know, if you're very early on in your business, or you're just trying to build your network, this is a really good way to do research and connect with people that are within the type of segment that you want to reach. And it's a good starting point for building a long term relationship and just finding the people in the first place. Because otherwise, it's really hard to interview people and have a show if you don't have any guests. And it's really hard to set up a bunch of coffee meetings and like network if you don't even know who to reach out to in the first place so use something like linkedin sales navigator as a starting point for doing research and it's really good if you're in b2b you're in a local area or even national because you can reach out to people with certain job titles and industries and there's pretty pretty much any professional filter you can think of on linkedin so that's definitely tip number two is LinkedIn sales navigator. So I have a really interesting one for number three, and it only works with certain types of businesses. So let's say that you're a photographer or a videographer or um, you know something like that where you can help a lot of people with a very efficient type of service. So I'll give you a real-life example to break this down. What I'm going to recommend for... Tip number three is to get yourself plugged into different office buildings and co-working spaces in your local area. And this makes a lot of sense if you are a local company that serves a a certain region or maybe you serve like your whole state or something like that, but you want to get a lot of business locally. This is a really good way to do it. So one example is I work in a shared office building in downtown Tampa called Industrious. It's over by Sparkman Wharf if you're familiar with the Tampa area and one week there was a there was a headshot photographer that basically reached out to our co-working space and said, "Hey, on this specific day in this specific conference room, I'm going to be set up with my camera equipment and anybody that's a member of this office building can come get a headshot and it was free." So I thought that was really smart and really strategic by that photographer because that's definitely one thing that we've tried in the past in certain ways and that I've seen other people do to get their name out there. And, you know, let's say you are, let's use headshot photographer as an example. You can do what this person did and reach out to all the local office buildings, all the local co working spaces, and basically reach out to the people that operate the front desk. You know, they operate the the day-to-day of that community or that building and basically use it as a perk for their members. So if you work in an office building and then all of a sudden the person that manages the building emails you and says, hey, on Wednesday from 12 to 3, reserve a time and you can get a free professional headshot for your LinkedIn profile. That's a pretty sweet deal. You don't have to do anything. You just show up and you get your picture taken and it's great. So You know it's a good perk for people that work in the building or people that have an office space there and for the photographer all you have to do is be there and be friendly and obviously introduce yourself to everybody that walks in maybe hand each person a business card when they walk out and say you know hey if you ever need anything outside of this like I'm in Tampa and this is what I do so it's using strategic thinking In ways that adds value to other people to get your business out there and I think if you're in b2b figuring out how you can tap into office buildings shared workspaces Places where a lot of businesses hang out. So, you know, it could be like a country club a membership club some kind of networking group a chamber of commerce Some kind of a business organization that has a lot of other businesses and then figure out how you can add value in that way it doesn't even have to be something where you, you know, sit there if you're a lawyer, like you don't have to sit there and give people legal advice for, you know, 30 minutes each, but something that's easy, replicatable, you can knock it out in like one afternoon or a half day. That's why photography, videography, like it's so easy if you're in one a field like that where you can just, you know, line up ten, little 10 minute time slots and, you know, knock out 50 people within a few hours. So that's one idea. I thought that was really smart. Um, Good strategy by that person that did that. And if you're in any industry that you feel like you can add value to somebody quickly, then definitely reach out to some of the office buildings, co-working spaces, and try to get tapped into those communities. And a lot of the time you don't even have to be a member. Like if you're a restaurant and you want to like up your catering or something like that, You can just reach out to one of these co-working spaces and say, hey, we're going to give you some free sandwiches on Wednesday and like all of your members can try it. And then basically just ask them if you can, you know, either shout us out some way to your members or, you know, let us have a flyer sitting next to the food or something like that. So just figuring out strategic ways to get in front of businesses, where they hang out, which obviously a lot of the time is in their office building and doing it again without being spammy, doing it in a way that adds value to people, And, you know, doing it in a way that people are going to really like and they're going to associate your name with like a positive experience. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is to think long term when it comes to your social media to when it comes to your branding and just everything that you're doing online. A lot of businesses just default into salesy sort of DNA where all they want to do is figure out how to get you onto a landing page and then convert you and then retarget you and, you know, get you to sign up for their emails and get you in their funnels and things like that. When the way that I think about business relationships and kind of how this differs from, you know, B2C where you're selling to the general public, when people are buying something for a business purpose they're typically doing it for a long-term solution with the goal of a long-term relationship, which obviously sometimes results in a longer sales cycle and it's a lot more effort. But, you know, these people are looking for long-term thinking, long-term relationships, long-term solutions. Whereas sometimes, you know, the general public might be looking for more of a short-term thing or like an impulse buy, or you know, sometimes obviously they think long term, but not necessarily. But in business, when you're selling to other businesses, You have to realize that whenever somebody's running a business, they want something that's going to be a longer term solution and something that's going to help their business sustain itself in the long term. So whether you do IT, whether you do some kind of financial consulting, marketing, videos, whatever it is that you do, people are thinking like they want a long term solution. So if all of your behavior online is very short term, then that person might just get the impression that you're a a more short-term thinking type of company, which a lot of the time doesn't vibe well with other business owners because they do think long-term and they want people that also think long-term and kind of share that vision with them. So one way that I do that with Brick Media is, you know, a lot of the themes I've been talking about throughout this podcast episode where a lot of the things we do are not with the intention of selling somebody today. I'm just looking to add value to people's lives. Our team is looking to add value to our clients and their lives. Um, Any prospects that we have, of course, I'm submitting a proposal to them and saying, hey, this is how much we cost. And this is what it's like to work with us. But that's only after they ask for that. I'm not going to them and saying, hey, let me send you a proposal. I'm not knocking on doors saying, hey, we offer the best social media in Tampa, like work with us right now. It's not really that sort of thinking, and I think for that reason, the prospects that I do end up getting, especially when they reach out to us, usually they're thinking a little bit more long-term already because the way that we've established a relationship has been over a period of time, and it wasn't salesy to begin with. So definitely something to keep in mind when it comes to you know, working in the B2B industry is that... You might want to switch your thinking to be a little bit more long term and obviously have your actions dictate that one example of how to do that is just to have a very long term focused social media presence where your content is all about educating, giving people tips, interviewing people, entertaining people, giving them information you know, showing that you're trendy and like you are keeping up with the times and talking about things that are relevant at the moment to that industry or to that person that you're trying to get in front of and just being human. I mean, a lot of the time companies just become so robotic and they don't show a single face on their social platforms for months. And then it's just a bunch of graphics and it just looks like it's a big sales pitch all the time. And that's a reason that you know, a lot of B2B companies don't end up successful is because they think too short-term and they might get some short-term sales out of that, but then they don't have long-term sustained relationships. So if you start with adding value and you just keep that part of your mindset always and just always think long-term, then that's going to help your B2B business in the long-term. And then number five on this is So it's the last tip of the episode, but I'm going to definitely do more of these because I really like uh, going through these little lists of tips on uh, different topics. But number five for this specific episode is if you're in B2B and obviously you, um, you know, you're thinking long term, you're doing a lot of the things that I mentioned in this episode. Number five is advertise where your customers are actually hanging out and spending their time. And You know, this obviously is more of a short term sales mindset. So I'm not saying do this right out the gate and maybe, I mean, maybe test it, see if it works for your industry. But whatever you want to do, you don't want to go too heavy on advertising if you're just starting out and, um, you know, you're really trying to build a long term brand. But when you are at the point where you feel like you have a foundation built and you're ready to get your name out there to people, advertise where these people are actually spending a lot of their time so for example if your target audience you think spends a lot of time every day on LinkedIn you might really want to be serious about posting on LinkedIn multiple times a week multiple times a day whatever it is and when it comes to you know starting that show like I was talking about or posting tips or posting thought leadership in your industry do it where you think those people are going to be hanging out so use me as an example. I post slightly different things on LinkedIn than I do on Instagram than I do on TikTok than I do on Facebook. My Twitter is very contextual to Twitter. And I'm a little bit different, of course, because me being in the social media world, I kind of I, my strategy is just to be everywhere. So I do a little bit of everything. And But just kind of pay attention to like the subtle ways that I do things on the internet. If you pay attention to me, like my LinkedIn is very focused on providing value to the local area, giving marketing tips, giving my thoughts on the business world, posting things like this. I mean, this podcast episode, I'm already 20 minutes into it. That's 20 minutes of my day that I'm taking literally just to give five tips to whoever's listening to this and whoever's in B2B that needs help and it's something where you know just me doing this is me taking time out of my day to be valuable to somebody else in the business world. I haven't even said one time in this podcast episode that somebody needs to hire Brick Media or hey go to our website and sign up for blah 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 or hey we're doing a 15% off blah blah blah. So there's nothing about this that I'm doing that's salesy because my goal Is I'm putting this out to the world where people listen to things, which is social media and on podcast platforms. And then I'm going to post probably a little clip of it or maybe the whole thing on my LinkedIn because I know that people go on to LinkedIn with a business mindset. On Instagram, I know that people are more quick in the way they think. So I might take like a little 30 second clip and make it into some kind of cool graphic or something that moves or something that fits Instagram a little bit better. And you know, it's just getting into that mindset of like, think about where your audience is spending a lot of time throughout their day, throughout their week. And then also, in addition to that, keep in mind what their mindset is when they're on that platform and kind of how their consumption behavior is on that platform. You might be able to get away with something a little bit more long form, a little bit more thoughtful, a little bit more in depth on a platform like LinkedIn, for example. Whereas you might be able to hit somebody with a quicker, Clip or fast thing, or like a quicker tip on more of like an Instagram type of platform, or a TikTok, or a Twitter, or whatever it may be. But just getting into that mindset of like, okay, where does my audience spend time and what do they want on that platform? And if you don't know the answer to that, try to think about how you consume content yourself and what really grabs your attention when you're on those certain platforms. And then also, you know, you could always ask people that are in those industries if you have personal connections, hey, if you were in my potential target audience and you were coming across my content on LinkedIn, what would be really cool or helpful to see or what would grab your attention? You can always ask people what um, specifically they would want to see, and that would be a good indicator of where you should start. But B2B obviously is its own challenge in its own ways because you do have to think a little bit more long term. Um, The sales cycle is a bit longer and there's a bit more nuances when it comes to how to sell in B2B. So just to recap the five tips, the one is to start a show or a series and interview the people that you want to work with or people that are connected to people that you want to work with. Two is using LinkedIn Sales Navigator to even figure out who to talk to in the first place and to do research on who you should be connected to on LinkedIn and obviously in other places. Three is to get tapped into office buildings and shared workspaces and things of that nature in your local area and and trying to figure out how to add value in those areas. And then four is to think long-term, put out long-term content, which is gonna lead to longer-term relationships. And then five is to advertise slash put out content in the places where your audience hangs out And consider the context of their mindset when they're hanging out in that area. So that's it. Those are the five tips for B2B marketing, B2B networking, getting your name out there. So feel free to share this with somebody that you know that's in B2B. And um, I look forward to talking to you guys next time. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Brick by Brick podcast. Please leave a review and connect with me directly on social media and I'll see you guys next time.